Footy Prime the Podcast is brought to you by Tony Bet, official sponsor of the CPL and presenting sponsor of Canada's unofficial voice of footy. Oi, the boys and girls on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language, and sometimes the tales can get quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. It's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. With Danny, Jimmy, Gregor, and me, Jimmy, JC. All we know and all we talk about is booty, booty. It's time to get this party started tonight. You're listening to Footy Prime News and Dubs, your one-stop destination for footy news and dubs. Yeah, that's Amy Walsh. Footy Prime, your almost daily footy fix. Okay. Hey, you little fuckers. (laughs) I'm I'm your mother. You listen to me. I've told you once. I've told you before. No, no playing hockey in the kitchen. That's what she's doing. She's playing mini hockey right above me. <laughs> You're cruising for a bruising. <laughs> I got like teenage girls like 10 feet from here because uh, my, my kid has a PA day. So she did a sleepover last night here. And uh, I forgot that I've got a podcast in the basement where they're sleeping in the morning. So I'll probably wake them up. But I don't care. Oh, it's no, but bad. you do care. I care a little bit. A little bit, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a week, huh? Oh, my God. What a week in the football world. Number one is that Craig Forrest is back on the podcast. Number one. Yay, Craig. (laughs) Even JC's dog's happy to see Craig back. (laughs) Oh, my dogs love Craig so much. Like, they're they're his dog. Like, Who doesn't love Craig? That's what okay. I want to know. Everyone loves Craig. We've got to find the enemy of Craig, though. There's got to be a, a, oh, someone who just d- despises Craig for no reason. I know I've got about a hundred of those. Well. There has to be a young striker whose career was derailed by some save Craig made um, in some academy game or some some game where the kid was breaking through. Maybe something like that. Or maybe Craig stole the spot of some kid coming through the ranks at Ipswich or at West Ham or even through the Canadian system. Mm-hmm. Someone hates Craig. Let's put it out there on the uh, on Twitter yep. and on the Instagram. Negative <laughs> stories only. We, all, we only want to hear mm-hmm. negative stories, and then we'll rank them based on what we think, you know. How did Craig wrong you? Yeah, how did Craig wrong you? Hashtag. He sat in you? front of me one time in the Voyager section, and I couldn't see fuck all. <laughs> That's going to be it. Otherwise, it's everybody you. loves Craig. <laughs> It's All me. this time, it's been so close to home. Hey, Craig, can I yeah. get a picture of you guys? What about me? You can't see the trees for the forest. <laughs> She's right here. Craig, is there someone? Do you know someone? Like, you can't probably divulge who it is, but is there someone that you know hates your guts? Just life. Just life itself. <laughs> You're humanizing life as a whole, are you? Yeah, fair enough. Um, the other big Hi. news is um, that uh, Jimmy isn't here. So, yay! <laughs> yay! <laughs> Jimmy's not here. <laughs> but, yeah, what, what a week. It kind of started off with uh, 
Allison Walker Come stepping on, down. Is... We're going to make our famous Island Diaz spice rum and glass. JC, a... your mic's on, JC, brother. Mic's on. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> your Island Tea ice rum. Ice rum? <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking coffee, but I've, I yeah. changed my mind. I want to try some of that. <laughs> this is a really subtle way of, um, it's a guerrilla marketing. Is that what it is? You just like, just take over some airtime on the podcast, just slam it down people's throats without them expecting it. Was that well, what here, that was? I didn't realize that I, I put on my headphones and then the sound was muffled. And I didn't realize, didn't occur to me that the sound was coming through the computer, which also meant I was talking into the computer. So all this dog chewing, dogs barking, etc. <laughs> well, now we know that when we're talking and, you know, I usually look at JC because he gives me like positive reinforcement by looking at his face. Maybe if most cases he's actually listened to something different entirely. Yeah. <laughs> it looks happy it's, and improving. It just lines up. I feel like most <laughs> of us do that, Charms. Don't we give don't we nod and we well, you do actually, Dubs. Things. You do um Wonga often does. Craig and Jimmy are often somewhere else. Mm. You know. Hence the answers to the questions. Don't often answer the questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's when you get the what's that? What's that now? Well, I'm on a podcast. I'm supposed to be listening. What's that? Oh. Well, Sharms, you see, I'll tell you this for free. <laughs> or Jimmy on last week's Let me tell you something. Can you repeat the question? Yeah. You had these in advance. <laughs> like, this is not new information. No, you've had them for 24 hours. That's yeah, right. Um, but uh, I know people are expecting the, the sexy six today, and uh, we, we thought we'd put that on a hold until next week because of all the news breaking this week. So, so as I was saying, it started off with Alison Walker, of course, stepping down as Canada Soccer's general secretary the day she was due to start. For personal reasons, we, we discussed that, I think, on, uh, on Wednesday's podcast. Mm. Um, Beth Priestman got a, a long-term extension, which was obviously great for her, enormous. And then yesterday, it's leaked out to begin with uh, with her murmurings for a bit that media pro was, was either pulling out of their Canada soccer deal or Canada soccer was pushing them out of the deal. We're not sure quite what a lot of finger pointing there right now. And then this morning I wake up and the first thing I read is Jurgen Klopp is leaving Liverpool. And I'm like, Oh shit. <laughs> See ya sexy six. <laughs> yeah. we'll talk to you next week <laughs> what, what a couple of it's days what a, it has been fun um, where do you want to start obviously the global story is Klopp it's just you know a transcending figure at that club but let's start shall we with the, the whole media pro one soccer situation first of all it's, it's just fucking sad mm-hmm. it's, it's another example of great hope being, being just pushed out the door once again for, for Canadian soccer. Um, one soccer have some good people working there. We worked there for a little bit. Um, we've done some freelance work there. We, we had a great seven, eight week run there last year. It was tons of fun, talented people, hardworking people. And, and I don't know what's going to happen to one soccer, but I would suggest that it's, uh, it's probably done. Now that could change. Hopefully it will change. But right now, it seems media pros out of the Canadian soccer business at this point, although they are going to court over something. And depending yeah. on what side you listen to, we don't know for what. But and I, I, we were on the dark web talking charms. And, you know, there's, if, there's, if there's no one to represent because media pro is no longer an entity in Canada, media pro Canada, 
um, then there's no reason to go to court. <laughs> so you can do all you want. You got to keep running the business if you're CSB slash CPL looking for that contract from whoever, CBC, Sportsnet, TSN. I mean, streaming companies, streaming companies, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We'll put a bid in. Yeah. $77 won't go very far. And four pies. Yeah. <laughs> three. Three. Not even a baker's dozen. Four pies. <laughs> four pies. And, a, and an old crusty nut from Craig. But and that's his good that. one. The that's new pie flavor. One. That's the new pie flavor. Crusty nut? Yes. Crusty <laughs> Highly allergenic. <laughs> and just the crust. No filling. It's not vegan, though, is it, unfortunately? It really is not. No. No. No, no not suitable for school lunches. <laughs> um, so listen, I, I listen. I know that the, the whole inner workings of Canadian soccer media in this country might be boring to a lot of people, right? But the number one thing here, the big thing, I guess, front and center, is that at the moment the CPL and Canada Soccer don't have a broadcaster, a broadcast partner, mm -hmm. to show the games, Craig. And as we knew last year and seasons past, the big networks aren't perhaps perhaps willing to pay to show the games. In fact, they want to be paid to show the games, which we saw last year, the national team in particular. That is a huge concern, Craig. Yeah, Sportsnet and TSN, Bell and Rogers, very unlikely that they're going to jump in a bed on something like this. They've done their very best between them over the last five years to destroy MediaPro and not to try to take it over, to destroy them. This is the only group that has come into Canada from Spain, the Spanish group that have actually willing to invest millions of dollars into Canadian soccer. And they've had nothing but barriers along the way. It should be said though, there's precedent for this. I mean, the Canadian landscape is, is unique and it's challenging and in all kinds of ways, but mm. media pro fucked Liga when their pockets were lined with, with, that Chinese investment back during the pandemic, right? And then they def defaulted on their payments. So I don't know. I, I just I think the whole thing is is sad as well, you know, in, in terms of where it ends up, where all of those talented people that were, um, you know, the, the broadcasters and, and, and part of the CPL in terms of, uh, you know, pumping out all that content, um, great people there. So they're out of work. But I also think that what it's about, it was the rights to the CPL um, and making sure that that league got the attention that it needed. I don't know if it really did, if it was ever like there was so much moaning about it, you know, being behind a paywall where it really wasn't that hard to access. But a lot of people just weren't willing to do that, um, that it needed to be on linear TV in order for it to, to have the eyeballs that it needed. I don't know if that's true, but what it boils down to for me is that our national teams are not being showcased the way that they deserve. The CPL is not being showcased the way it deserves. Commercial opportunity is being lost at, with critical games on the horizon here. So it, it also, I mean, I don't know if you're reading between the lines, but like CSB pulls their, their rights right from Media Pro and Media Pro has their complaints on their side about um, CSB and holding up their end of the deal. But it seems to me, do you do that if you don't have a plan? Do you do that if you mm -hmm. don't have somebody who's knocking on your door? You know, I, I mean, that's what I'm looking to. I'm clinging to because my, my glass is, is usually um, half full. Like I'm hoping that that's what's on the other side. Is it a better solution? I don't know. 
but but there possibly is a road or they you know they they've got a plan in place so that they can get this league um the eyeballs that it needs in order to thrive and survive i i agree listen martin noonan's no chump here right these guys you know love them or hate them that they're smart business people um I, i'm sure there's something on horizon here, at least short term, to get these games on TV. Now, I'm not so concerned. I mean, there's some concern long term about the Canadian national teams getting the exposure they deserve and, and broadcast deals. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure those games will get on TV somehow, somewhere, even if it means the CSB paying for it, right? I'm sure they will. The CPL is the big one that concerns me. Um, listen, they're, they're yeah. just for those that are asking, I've been people asking on, on social media, the CPL is still uh, uh, a league that is going to be play this year. It's going to happen. Right, it's not shutting down because of this at this point. Um, but where is that going to be broadcast? You would think another streaming network, but who's going to produce the games? Because right now, Media Pro was a big production company that 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 produced these games. Well, and if that's all out of Canada. Then it's Dome yeah. is the one remaining uh, uh, broadcast company with trucks, who then the other team, other networks will hire to produce the games. Um, yeah, they, they I, don't come cheap. I was, that's what I was going to say, Sharms. They, the biggest thing that I don't think people understand is Media Pro was also the production solution for the CPL, meaning, yes, they'd take their broadcast, but who, who created the broadcast? The broadcast. Who created Ooh, the broadcast? We, yes, created the broad- we did create the broadcast. Coming this Tuesday. Coming this Tuesday. Good promo. <laughs> yeah. um, but the biggest thing is their trucks, their technology, their operations – were the ones who were actually producing the games. And that is where what becomes cost prohibitive for the TSNs, for the sports nets, because now all of a sudden, all of these resources that would, you know, go to other sports, whether it's at the time, end of hockey season, starting of baseball, all of these resources are going to already, um, already kind of spoken for sports now there's seven eight trucks whole crews of people who are no first of all out of work which is horrible but there is not any investment from the other companies to make this work yeah and i just wanted to say a couple things that Sharm said and then piggyback on what you're saying wonger is um, you know, from a commercial standpoint and sponsorships, you know that I mean, while CPL is going to continue, they're they're probably those those sponsors, front of jersey kit sponsors, are probably asking questions like, "Well, we invested for you know X amount of eyeballs on our product on our name, and then that's not going to be happening now." And then the other thing is a problem that continues to plague the women's game or any league that's kind of fledgling is yes, you want it to be accessible, but it has to be a, of a high quality. So it's not just enough for somebody to be filming it on, um, you know, like a GoPro or have like one mm-hmm. single camera set up in the middle um, and and then pushing it out because you're not you're not going to get the people who are showing up regularly. They're going to turn it on and be like, what's this bullshit? You know, I'm not coming back for this. But then, as you were saying, it's cost prohibitive to just start it up. You need a, a significant amount of investment and money in order to get a quality product um, out there. And then, Sharms, to your point about you're not worried about national team games being picked up. I'm not either when it comes to tournament games or if the team goes, uh, you know, uh, wins that game against Trinidad and Tobago and, and qualifies for Copa. And then, but do you show the pre- preliminary games? Do they only decide to show the team when they get to knockout rounds or whatever it is? So the access to these teams will be severely limited. 
Um, and that's problematic. I mean, in terms of storytelling and, and getting to know these players, they're doing a significant amount of it on their own, which they control, which they love on their own social media channels, which is also the other side of the argument when it comes to accessibility with the national teams, how much they want to divulge, how much do they want to put themselves out there when they can control the messaging on their own platforms. Um, but if you're not showing these games, you're not getting to know these players, and especially from the women's team standpoint, that's a problem because you don't, they don't have the same amount of visibility in their clubs and in their own pro environment. So it's, it's a bi- really big problem. It, it might come down to the, the current owners of CPL and CSB, the, the investors there who have already invested millions of dollars into this fledgling league and are bleeding money to step it up again and throw money at this. Uh, in the short term, and, and maybe build another one soccer. I don't know another vehicle for for this brand. Two soccer. Two, <laughs> two soccer. Yeah, there you I'm go. Sorry, is it is too soon? <laughs> is it too soon? Is there not a benefactor out there, with a billionaire who loves soccer, who can just invest in the game in this goddamn country? Um, you mean just it lose. you just lose? Yeah, I mean, let's face it. If they want to broadcast, they're going to broadcast all the games like uh, one soccer did. It's a it's a massive loss, it, you know. At thirty forty thousand dollars every single game at the cheapest to broadcast, you're going to need a hundred thousand plus ratings to be able to break even, not fifteen hundred. And if it goes up to twenty five hundred, that's still not enough. It's just they're not going to be able to afford to broadcast every game. It's just not going to happen. And if Media Pro spent a few thousand bucks and got a hold of the Craig Forrest uh, consultant firm, I would have saved them tens of millions of dollars and said, you guys are fucking idiots. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you would have told them that for free. Yeah, and the Dan Wong marketing marketing firm. Well, I remember that when they first started and they came over, there was actually woman who was involved with media pro i guess who talked him into doing this and uh remember talking to her and thinking man they haven't got a scooby-doo what's going on in canada if they mm-hmm. think it's going to be a mass rush for the the gates to fill these stadiums for this canadian premier league they got another thing coming it was always a gamble right wasn't it to base an entire network on one fledgling league it was such a gamble and we all hoped it would work out, but there was massive reservations, um, sadly, because we've seen the history, right? It is, we've seen it before, companies coming into Canada thinking, oh, well, it's an untapped sport in this country, untapped market. We can make it work. It ain't that simple, like Craig said there. It just isn't. It's, it's a long process. Well, I mean, on the I don't know. front, Target. Remember Target? Well, came yeah. Up? Oh, yeah. No problem mm-hmm. at all, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll succeed. Got crushed. Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe like, listen, I'm sure, like I said, like we've said, I'm, I'm sure they have a short-term solution here in some capacity, I would hope. But, yeah. I mean, maybe a solution is you, you pick the game of the week. There aren't that many games, right? That's the one one good thing about CP at the moment. That there's very few teams. You pick the game of the week, and you build some great content around that game. And maybe you roll in highlights, perhaps not quite shot as professionally as we've seen up until now. But you base everything around one big game of the week, and you sell that. And, mm-hmm. I don't know, you just get great, compelling content about football not just that league but football in general around it you package it that's what i do but who the fuck am i right no it's smart you hire footy prime to promote you uh we, <laughs> we do interviews we do red carpets we do all of that we build out a community 
which are already built, but we connect them. See, mm-hmm. this is always, once again, going to the siloing of this sport. It's there. They have such great fans in Halifax and in uh, at BC and everywhere. Uh, see these CPL sports and uh, these CPL teams. And unfortunately, they they're only now just starting to get connected as far as rivalries across mm-hmm. the board. So there's so much opportunity going. And yes, it was a risk. And I, we also have to throw in the risk of the hey, there was a once in a a century pandemic thrown in. There was, um, you know, so look, I I don't want to, I don't, I don't see this as the, the three Spider-Man gif where they're just pointing at each other. There are some failures on all kinds of different levels. Um, And, you know, we have sources and we also know from, from Spain, there was Chinese investment in media pro. We also know that the uh, the person who championed this at MediaPro in Spain is no longer on the board of directors. He was pushed out by the uh, Chinese money. And all of a sudden, there's these dominoes that fall. One is a um, an investment in Canada soccer, and I mean soccer in Canada, that is, hasn't been paying the bills, right? Or at least been... Mm-hmm. You know the money's keep flowing and they keep it keeps working, but not not on a not in the black. So there's all kinds of systemic issues, not just attached to uh, not touched attached to Canada. This is a whole you know investment strategy from Spain and Media Pro, and it and it changed halfway through the. It was probably about last year that we knew that we we couldn't talk about it, but there were things. That we knew. Well, Media Pro statement they 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 do mention about the the lack of distribution, and we know that One Soccer and CSB have been fighting diligently to get more distribution, but Rogers and Bella blocked them, blocked them, blocked them until the CRTC actually ruled last year in the favor of One Soccer. Yeah, and then the the big boys lawyer up, and guess what? Nothing's changed yep. since then. Nothing. Yep. So th- there's lots of fingers to point here. Lots of fingers. To the point here and numerous things. And the sad part is that the CPL has kind of done its job. It, it's built every year. It's got traction. This last year, you know, like you got alluded to there, Wonger. Yeah. In the stands, 19% more 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 fans in the seats. Uh, we saw this incredible final weekend. Everything went smooth and went well. This incredible drama and wonderful match. It was all positive. Man, we can really use that and build towards this this next season. And then this happens, boom, on the eve. It's just uh, disheartening, isn't it? It really is. But we'll see what plays out in the next couple of days, weeks, months, and, and see what they have up their sleeve. Because I'm, I'm sure, like you said, Dubs, there's something there that has to be. And listen, people consume sports differently now. Um, the, the major networks are shitting themselves anyway. The streaming companies are coming in. You know, if suddenly CPO is available in a streaming service, well, nothing's changed, right? Mm-hmm. Sorry, it's not called One Soccer now. It's called something else. And fucking pay the subscription if you're a Canadian football fan and you really care. Otherwise, don't bitch about it. Don't get on social media and complain and whine and whinge. Pay for the subscription and support Canadian soccer. Easy to say. I understand. We pay for freaking everything nowadays. We don't like paying for, for things we used to get for free, but you have to. Otherwise, you've got no right to complain. You never got it for free, though. Remember that this well, is no, the, it was never free. Yes. Yeah. And so just so other people, when we're talking about carriage from Bell and from Rogers, if you have a sports package and one soccer's aim was to get on the cable 
carrying sports package. They receive, if you're on that, hey, I'm, I'm getting the sports package with Rogers cable or satellite with Bell or whatever it is, you, uh, you as an entity for each sub- subscriber to that package gets, and I'm using the word package a lot. I know he's going to say something. A lot of package, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, lunch Look, kit. So package. to that lunch kit, you get, you know, a dollar per, <laughs> a, a dollar per uh, subscription. So that would have kept not only people, the, the opportunity for CPL and One Soccer to grow, it would have uh, maintained a cash flow and when Rogers and Bell stood in front of one soccer and saying, no, we're not going to carry this. And then having CRTC um, say, hey, you guys, one soccer's right. This is their opportunity. They just kept playing the long game and kept bringing, saying, no, you know, bring us to court, bring us to court. This is what's wrong with, uh, you know, the landscape right now. There's some big boys making decisions that uh, affect everyone. And so I don't really blame CSB. I don't really blame one soccer media pro. If you're going to want to look for a bad guy, it's usually a little higher than (laughs) than us. So it's a valid point. It really is. I don't know. I mean, I I wonder, listen, one of our sponsors, our wonderful sponsors is Fubo. Fubo uh, broadcast one soccer, right? That they, they took that carriage. Um, is there space there somewhere? I wonder. Just throwing mm. it out there. I mean, not at the expense of our sponsorship. No, I mean, that is like that's millions of dollars a year, you yeah. know, which you could produce games for, obviously. But yeah. uh, just just throwing out, there are streaming companies out there who have shown in the past some ambition to show soccer. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm always unsure what Fubo still trying to figure out their model because you know they picked up the broadcast license, but once again, the broadcast license is, mm-hmm. is a company. That the that the Premier League owns, that is their production company, that they have invested cameras, hired everyone away, and they basically end up, hey, we we only want you to to distribute. There's mm-hmm. no production. Basically, you take our feed and you you run with that license. Great model when you're this giant league. A lot tougher when you're a fledgling one. Yep, exactly. Any other thoughts on this uh, shit show, which is what it is? <laughs> uh, no, but just that, you know, I hope a short-term solution, as you reiterated, is is around the corner because the CONCACAF Women's Gold Cup starts on February 20th. That's very, very soon. And CONCACAF, yeah. sorry, Amy, wasn't one sock, or sorry, Media Pro CONCACAF's production company, correct? I don't know. I oh. believe so. I and mean, they still are, yeah. I would imagine. This is just the Canadian operations, right? Right. right. Those games are still being produced I, as far as I know. It's just at the point we talk right now, there's no distribution in Canada for it, yes. but they're being produced. Mm-hmm. So that takes... And then that, then that qualifier, end of March, and then you know the sixth season of the CPL kicks off on April 13th. So it's, it's right, right there. Wow. It's right? Like eight weeks away. Tomorrow, yeah. Yeah, we would be in production almost. You'd be cre- you're doing your production. The top bosses would be doing line producing, schedules, all that, lining people up for the week, two weeks before that to do a run-through. And by the way, CSB have known that this would happen for a long time. It's not like they found out yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? They've been preparing for this for months, I would think. When we did if, our, if, if they're not getting paid. When <laughs> we did our eight-week stint with them, i got to tell you, just some of the mood and just what was going on in one soccer at that time, 
there was something already going. There was something boiling. There was no freaking chance we were going to get an extension. They were not going to put any more money into this. And uh, it was quite clear. It was evident that yeah, we're not putting any more money into it. The bosses in Spain are going to make one flight over here and spend 24 hours and tell everybody to fuck off and go back to Spain. Yeah, it's true, isn't it? Because we, we, we'd speak to the people in charge there about, hey, this is great, you know, what do you think? And, and they'd say, yeah, it's, it's fun, it's a good show. And then there'd be a look in their face, hey, Craig, look in their eyes. You can look and read, read into the, deep into their soul. And yeah. there's this, this sense of defeat. Like, yeah, guys, enjoy it while you can. <laughs> I, I personally, I knew the minute that Pussyfoot got bleeped that there was something afoot. I knew it. A Pussyfoot. Yeah. Some, something a Pussyfoot. Right. Yes, exactly. They had more to worry about than that. <laughs> yeah. No, Maybe just they, that. Just that. <laughs> but all, the, all this to say that it, it isn't our fault this has happened. <laughs> Why, James Sherman? Because what? we could be the curse. Think about for it. A lot of things. We get blamed for a lot oh of things. Oh, my God. We, Is you it guys, us? There could be a curse attached to us. Like, you guys were around for when... DAZN took the broadcast license from Sportsnet. Mm-hmm. That was your fault. Yep. Um, now we're, you know, now we're living here in this space. Like even when DAZN lost the rights to the Prem to Fubo, that's right. Craig and I got blamed for that. Yes. What? Yeah. Did you? No, but I, well, there were, there were, <laughs> there were uh, I got a few tweets though. People like just in general, including us in in part of that world, and saying answers like you are costing the sport in this country. Yeah. It's like, hmm, hmm, that's right. It's like, my fault. Like my minimum he wage. Blamed, he got blamed for the broadcast <laughs> title. I still get blamed for that. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Little Remember that, that sanctimonious, that sanctimonious condescending yeah. email? Uh, how it's, yeah, discriminatory. Can we find yeah, that? We, did, we, did we read it? We, I can't believe well, that. We read oh, it. no, we read, we read it. We read it. Oh, okay. Did we read it? Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't even our idea. It was Doug's idea. Like, we, had, we had to do this and go, that was I Amy. Was, I was coerced. It wasn't my idea. Throw the rest of us under the. <laughs> uh, all right, let's let's move on to the uh, the other big topic, uh, which broke. We're still trying to decompress these dumbs now <clears throat> with the news this morning. Um, when Jurgen Klopp was announced as Liverpool manager all those years ago in this press conference, one of the things he said was, "It's not so important what people think when you come in; it's what people think when you leave." I want to cry. I want to cry. Jürgen's announced you? today that he's leaving the club end of the season, essentially saying he's burnt out, it sounds like to me. Mm-hmm. He he's, has no energy left. He's given everything he can. He said earlier this season when they were talking about planning transfers and for next summer's or this summer's tour, he realized, man, I might not even be here for that, he says. Um, dubs, what, what a day. What a sad day. At the same time, time to celebrate an absolute legend of the club who will be right there side by side with the Shankleys and the Paisleys and the Dalglishes. Yeah. Just a tremendous coach in terms of when he came in after Brendan Rogers and just transformed the club, um, you know, won trophies, um, set standards, push standards, but then the man, right? I think that is more than anything. Like he'll be remembered as, as this winning coach, but he'll also be remembered as this fabulous man, like arm around the players, um, you know, the fist pump to the fans, like this galvanizing force at the helm, you know? So, um, yeah, I was really kind of sad, like listening to his statement come out of Liverpool. But I think it was really 
um, it was really heartfelt and it was really, um, I don't know, you just, it was really genuine. Um, that, and that it, to me is, is Klopp in a, in a nutshell. It, it does, there doesn't seem to be a whole lot that's fabricated, a whole lot that's for show. Um, so I really love that. And I kind of felt for him too, but I mean, also the, to have the foresight and the self-awareness to realize you're kind of sitting atop, you know, a club that is on top of the world right now. Um, um, sorry, city, sorry, pep, but I, I, I think that they really are at this point. And he has the ability to say, I think I need to walk away from this. He said it was probably back in November when they were looking ahead to next season, but still, and then his entire staff will as well. So this will be a really challenging time for, for Liverpool, but what a beloved figure. Um, and I, I, I wish him the best. And he said, he doesn't see himself coaching anymore. And why would you want to with everything that you've accomplished? But um, yeah, you just, I just love him. Although Craig, I mean, I know he says that he's not prepared to coach now, but he didn't rule it out in the future. I don't see Klopp not coaching again. I can see him doing a bit of a pep here, taking a sabbatical, getting a breather, get his energy back, and then returning somewhere with an absolute vengeance. I do too. I do too. I can't see him. Well, he was really good at television, actually, before he, when he had that little stint over in Germany when he was out of a job for a while. Um, he could do that if he wanted to. Uh, but I think that eventually that the coaching draw will, will, will drag him back into it and the love of it. But I do understand how he's got to a point where his energy levels are going down and he's losing a little bit of motivation, I guess. Uh, it's intense. You know, for these managers at that level, it's, a, it's 12 months. You don't get any downtime. There's always something to think about. And uh, it's obviously burnt him out. So, hey, he's going to go out on a high. How many coaches get to to leave without the door being slammed up your ass on the way? Yeah, it's true. It's a rarity in today's climate, isn't it? Yeah. It's such a great point. It really is. It's on his terms, one hundred percent here, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it also puts in perspective Sir Alex Ferguson and, and Arsene Wenger and how long they stuck around. Now Fergie stuck around and went out on a high. He'd won the championship. He won the Premier League one final time. Wenger not so much. Wenger stuck around a little bit too long. But you've seen what he's done. He's rebuilt. His, his, his championship winning team into another potential championship winning team. Very few managers do that and get the chance to do that, Craig. Um, so I think in that regard, whoever takes over steps into a team that's still very much, you know, going to be in the trophies for next season as well. Mm-hmm. And I think with Liverpool too, and you might see this as a point that they don't have the spending power, do not spend at the level of other clubs. Maybe saying that's, Salah is going to be leaving shortly and how are we going to replace him? And do we have a hundred million? No, we're not going to spend that sort of money. And, you know, to, to keep doing what he's doing, pushing this team to levels that are beyond what they spend is, is incredibly impressive, but I think impossible to sustain. Fuck's sakes, Greg. Thanks. But they're doing something right with their, with the Academy and the amount of players that have come through to the first team. Um, so I think that bodes well for the future and for wh- whomever ends up in, in charge. But it'll be interesting to see the response, not from the fans, not from the public, but from from the players and, and the results on pitch. Because Fergie talks about his regret in telling his team kind of mid-season or whenever it was that he was leaving. Um, mm-hmm. And he feels mm-hmm. like in hindsight, he should have waited until the end 
because he felt like these players lost that edge. And then you're seeing it in a women's game as well with Emma Hayes' departure. I think that when that got leaked and her hand was kind of forced um, and, and she had to, you know, share the message with her with their players before the news broke publicly. But, you know, they've kind of had middling results since. So it'll be as a Liverpool fan, I always say you want them to continue, um, you know, to be at the top in all the competitions that they remain in, which is basically all of them. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how they how they react. And I said to JP this morning, he's in, in up in the back of beyond with Jack at a at a hockey tournament. And I was like, did you see Jurgen Klopp just announced that that he's leaving Liverpool at the end of the season? He's like, Amy, I don't give a shit. I was like, what do you mean you don't give a shit? It's Liverpool. It's my team. He's like, you should only care about one team, and that's Celtic. So I don't give a fuck. Oh, wow. There's a marital issues there with football. Yeah. <laughs> do, do, do you think Steven Gerrard regrets signing two more years at Al Atifak? <laughs> Sorry, I'm being facetious. Just no, really sad for the world. No, no, exactly. So, I mean, listen, now you're right. Can they galvanize the team even further? But at the same time, every day there's going to be more stories about who's next, who's replacing the Union Club at Liverpool. It's not going to be Pearl Linders. He's leaving as well. Although in the statement, they said that he also has his own aspirations to manage a football club. So yeah. wait a minute. He's learned from a pretty good guy. But I wonder, and I'm going to throw it out there, and it's going to be thrown out and probably has already. I haven't been on Twitter for, for about an hour. Um, Jabi Alonso. At Leverkusen, he's redefined that club. They're gonna, they might win the Bundesliga this year. And no matter what, he's had an incredible performance at that club. Um, he's a legend at Anfield. Mm. He's a young manager. He's got energy. I would love to see him being given a shot at this point. I think he's a favorite right now. Last time I checked, he was the favorite. Last time mm. I checked on uh, TonyBed.ca, he was the favorite. Oh, it's already up. <laughs> There's already odds. Oh, you're making it up. Yeah. I'm assuming. He makes making <laughs> up longer. How are you just learning this now? All right. Name, name. Uh, he's got to be favorite, right? Who else is there yeah. to be favorite? Ancelotti's been Jose, uh, re-signed Jose. at Real Madrid. Oh, yeah, they, okay, there you go. Yeah, come that on. ain't happening. He's that a, ain't happening. Yeah, he is. He's going to come out. Be all no excited. Any, any, well, forget the fact that he is everything that Liverpool Football Club isn't. Yeah. Forget that for a second. We don't yeah. want him, Wonger. Um, he coached Manchester United as well, which, uh, yeah, way upset some of the fans. Tuchel, Tuchel's going to come back from over it, uh, just jump around again. There's, look, they're going to do. <laughs> to leave Bayern? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Bayern's just going to get rid of him like they did last year when the guy won the, won, won all, like, won the Bundesliga. Want, Not good enough. Tuchel? Hey? What about Nagelsmann? Tuchel? Where's Nagelsmann? Is he, is he a candidate? Is he available? Isn't he? I always, get, I always get him and Hansi Flick mixed up. Is he? I think they're both available. No, no, one's in Germany. Skiing. One's a German national okay. team, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> One German, all the same, aren't they? Really? That's no, <laughs> no, no. not what I was well, saying. Well, yeah, actually, I, I, I have a story about Timo Werner, where Werner. my eyes Werner. are pretty Werner, where my eyes are really shit, and so I'm reading on the phone, and I'm like. Oh no, Time Warner is <laughs> is buying a football club. <laughs> They're buying Tottenham. What's going on? <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, wait a second, that's nothing to do with Time Warner. <laughs> and I'm Ooh, like, oh Dubs, my God. What about Big Ange? Can we can we prime from Tottenham? <gasps> there you go. Perfect. Perfect. He loves, I have the odds, by the way. Oh, you do? Thank you, JC. I, I do have the odds here. Uh, and this is through Eurosport, uh, which is a website, so it must be real. 
Um, so the front runner to take over is Xabi Alonso at uh, four four over what 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 the four over seven? What does that mean? A little over half. Plus four hundred. Put seven dollars down to win four. Gotcha. Okay, and then you got uh, next one is uh, Roberto De Zerbi. He's mm. I think he's deserving Ooh, of it. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yes, suddenly. Thank you. Did you hear that, Sharps? What's that? Say it again, JC. <laughs> I think uh, he's deserving of it. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> that, that, that name excites me a little bit. I I didn't think about him. He's a, he's time. a ha- handsome guy. He's brilliant. He's got um, that charisma that would I think very well at Liverpool and and yeah. the way his teams play football. That's the Liverpool way. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the next there's tied tied for twelve to one is Stevie G and Julian Nagelsmann. Oh. And go. then, and then, as you mentioned, Ange at 16 to one. Uh, and th- those are, uh, yeah. So there you well, go. Ange, Ange or who, so who's 16 Ange. to one? Is Ange. it really? Yeah. Oh, you know what? My Tottenham fans, I'm just going to bug them now. I know lots of other <laughs> fans, fans. I'm just going to bug them. It's not going to happen, but. No. Ooh. But uh, can I ask some names? Sorry, there was also something that I can't believe Dub missed was when Sharms just said, it excited me a little bit. I thought, I was like, what? Dubs, say something about he and his <laughs> matrimonial sex life with Tony. Oh, like, I was all over him on, on Twitter about that. About matrimonial sex life. Oh, man. What was, what so was romantic. the line that you used, Sharms? He said, like, the rocket's untouchable. And I was like, that's what Tony said. <laughs> The rocket's untouchable, yeah. <laughs> Can't compete with that. Um, but it's, it's funny how my, my whole mood's changed now from being just like desperate and depressed over Jürgen leaving to now. Oh, but there's some pretty sexy names out there. And oh, there's another one too. The 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 mirror in the in the UK has uh, Pep at ten to one. <laughs> the mirror, dumb. Yeah. yeah. Well, Maybe uh, you should look into it. Would you take Pep Tubbs? Would you take him? What do you think, Craig? Would that be a Here. good move for Liverpool? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I, I, we'd take him. Okay. We'd take Pep. Um, here's uh, Opta Joe. Uh, Jurgen Klopp has the highest win rate of any manager in Liverpool's history in all competitions, 60.7%, while he's the only Liverpool manager to win each of the top flight European Cup, Champions League, FA Cup, and League Cup with the Reds. Boss. That's amazing considering years ago Liverpool had, you know, financial clout. There's only a few clubs in the top flight that could outspend them back in the day. Very few. They were they were the city of the eighties, right? Mm-hmm. They really were. And that's part of what I think is so impressive with uh with Klopp is that he's done this during this era of mass spending by the likes of Man City, who have become this this force in world football. You know, almost so- untouchable, we thought, right? Untouchable until Klopp came around, right? So he's done it, like you said, on, on a much smaller budget. Not that they haven't spent money, but it's been good business, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they, he sells for, for Coutinho for $145 million, whatever, and then he gets Allison and Van Dyke, which basically changed everything. They get, they get Salah for a song, and it changes everything. It's been brilliant, brilliant recruitment and management in mm-hmm. an era where really they had no right to compete with Man City. Yep. I, I, I saw a quote. It's, it's, it's not really entirely what you were talking about, Sharms, but um, one of Klopp's oldest friends, a guy named Martin Quast, I think I'm saying his name right, and he was talking about um, Klopp's appetite being sated, like continuing his work with the same fervor and commitment going forward. And he said that's not who he is. 
He doesn't know the meaning of the word satisfaction. He'll be deeply happy, of course, but there's no sense of this is it or I finally done it. So that's why I think like his his statement, like it's it's less about him and it's more a reflection of the, the players on the pitch and and the the vision going forward that he sees himself not having the energy to sort of follow through on it in the way that he wants to. And I have so much respect for that. Yeah, because he holds, holds the club as such high regard. Mm-hmm. That they do, he thinks they deserve to have that. Maybe it's a younger man's a younger man's job. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Man, what a day! Yep. Crazy. Um, if if you haven't seen the video, go to Liverpool FC Twitter. Uh, it's a great interview, and even more to what Amy was saying. I I haven't watched a lot of Klopp, but his transfer uh, transparency, his authentic authenticity. Thank you. Um, I, he just seems like a good guy in the way he speaks to the Liverpool fans and says, I owe it to you to be transparent. And it's such a really nice, you know, and you could tell he's a bit nervous, but it's, he also seems like someone who's decided he's made this great decision and he's fine with it. And that's what what, he's at peace. November is when he decided. And the fact that it hasn't leaked out just shows how tight that, that that's huge. Yeah, I mean that's that's enormous transcending news for a football club or a sports club, and a lot of clubs that would have just snuck out be rumours. Oh, you know, so and so is not happy. So and so might be leaving. Of course, yeah. we hear every year with Pep, it doesn't happen. But every year, Pep's had enough, right? He'll be leaving soon as well. Don't forget Pep for Man City at some point mm-hmm. in the near future. <laughs> you just have yeah. to throw that in. Anybody who's a City fan, yeah, City just fans, so you know. <laughs> he's going to die one day. Just just so to, you know. These guys have been, been the face of the Premier League for what? Six, seven years, haven't they? Yeah. They've been the faces, right? We need this, this new breed. We need Javi Alonso to be the face of the Premier League. That's what yeah, we need. and what a face he would be. A good-looking man. He is. Mm-hmm. Yep, you'd be an even bigger fan of Liverpool, wouldn't you? I, well, I don't know. Making me yeah. sound very shallow and superficial. You are quite sexist. Clocks. It wouldn't be bad. <laughs> you love Klopp's teeth. Yeah. Are you showing us yours as a comparison? Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. like your teeth. His are white, 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 white. Yeah. No, the beautiful teeth. I think we missed yeah. that as much as the tactics. Best teeth in Liverpool. And the gig and pressing. Mm-hmm. And the gig and pressing. And the rock and roll football. He said that in one, one press conference once. Oh, we're more rock and roll. And then suddenly he plays rock and roll football. <laughs> and he's been living against that his entire Liverpool career. But yeah, well, what a what a massive day, massive day. Um, shall we get to some some footy picks? Are you ready? Sure. So nice having Jimmy here to ruin that. <laughs> Looks at all of us disdainfully. Yeah. Just like, you people disgusted. are so stupid. Just so I stupid. always like when JC does the giving birth one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine if that's what you saw when your kid was born, JC's face. <laughs> yeah. The beard and everything. There's actually, there's there's an SNL skit with Will Ferrell. Oh, yeah. Where, like the woman's giving birth and he comes out and he's like, he's like this like hairy Will 40, Ferrell fully formed man. year old man. Wearing like a up. wristwatch. <laughs> like, oh my God. Hey, you guys. <laughs> there's also oh, one. There's so also good. one with John Hamm coming out of one <clears throat> with a <laughs> saxophone. 
And he's like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's brilliant. That's great. Isn't there some stuff that some like weird yoga people do that kind of like the, the rebirthing type stuff? Isn't that something? You know, there's something you can go and it's like rebirthing and it, they actually recreate it. It's weird. No, wait, this weird. is so it's nothing to do with childbirth, but like they're they're going back. To no, but, like- yeah, but they actually recreate that experience. They break through something. It's really freaking odd. Yeah, Probably some a bit, lots that. of vegans involved, I imagine. <laughs> Why? Yeah, I was saying it's the kind of thing they do. <laughs> Listen, there are flaky weirdos no matter what you subscribe to in life, okay? I know, but just <laughs> seems that there's a bigger percentage in the vegan population, that's all. Maybe that's fair. <laughs> that is fair, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> all right, I didn't put the bets in. Um, I wasn't that organized, plus uh, Craig didn't put his in at all. Oh, so, well, uh, he did. Did he? he did. Oh, maybe it's- I missed that then. Ipswich over Dubs is Maidstone. Oh, that's right. Okay, so let's start this. Let's go. FA Cup weekend, everyone. Exciting. All right, so Craig has uh, Maidstone losing to his Ipswich, minus 834. All right. I really um, think, personally, we should go all in on Maidstone again. <laughs> <laughs> plus Maidstone. One, uh, you know, it, only pays, <laughs> it only pays plus 102. So no, oh, no, no. I'm sorry, I'm incorrect. Plus 1900. That's more like it. <laughs> You're right. The plus one or two was uh, that's the under. All right. Um, okay. So we got Ipswich to beat Maidstone. Anyone else got FA Cup before I move off FA Cup? I do. Okay. What do you have? JC too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got uh, BHA Brighton Hove Albion v Sheffield. Okay. So you say farewell to the Zerbi. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm saying oh. yeah, exactly. Okay, minus one thirty-six. They're paying over the blades. They're away from home, Brighton. Okay, yep. uh, JC. I had Everton over Luton. Everton over Luton minus one eighty-nine. Okay, actually, that's not bad odds for a. a, a well, I guess Luton's been playing better of late. Okay, um, I will stay in the Prem because Dubs, you're not Prem, are you? Oh, no, sorry, no. you're not FA Cup. No. Okay, I am going to take. Um, let me have a look here. Who? This is better. I can take Leicester to beat Birmingham. Okay, in the FA Cup. Okay, um, Dubs, where are you going? I'm going to Syria, Feminil, or Feminile, probably, right? Feminile. Um, I'm going Roma over Sampdoria. Roma over Sampdoria. Okay, uh, and they are paying, well, Jesus, I would hope so. Minus 3,334. <laughs> that will affect the odds. We can win $1.37. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Uh, did Jimmy have one? Did he give one? He did. He, he did. did. What did he give? Boca oh, Juniors to beat okay. Club Atletico Platense. Okay, Boca to win. Okay, it's got the Argentine Copa de Liga. Where is Boca? Stay with me. I'm coming here. You're speaking with your Boca. <laughs> Actually, I don't see it here. Argentina. Uh, Sarsfield. Where is Boca? Okay. Well, while you do that, we'll go through our footy picks, footy prime supporters club. They've got uh, Ipswich over Maidstone, Leicester hey. over Birmingham, and Man U over Newport. There you go. Just for yeah, our I've, got, prime I've got the odds for that. I'll give it to you in a second. I did their bet. Um, oh, I, you did? I did do their bet, yeah. I'm oh, sorry. I was filling because you were looking. No, it's okay. It's quite all right. No, it's quite all right. I thank you for filling. I just can't mm-hmm. find this Boca Juniors game. Mm-hmm. Newport sounds like uh, would have the best mall, right? Newport, you'd be like in, on the beach and have a really good ball. <laughs> yeah, is this in the states? It'd be like in Jersey, right? Let's go to Newport. 
Really? <laughs> hey, I bet Newport's pretty smoking. Because of those cigarettes? It's a cigarette brand. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't see oh, Boca here. I don't know what Jimmy's talking about here. Okay, then go with go with the five. We'll go with okay, the we'll, we'll do that. The futile well, odds, five. It's not better. The futile five? Yeah. Pace you know what plus we should do? You know What's what we should that? do, Charms? Either go five or we should go. There's a Liverpool and Brennan Derby. Oh, that's Liverpool, right. Bristol. Liverpool's oh, playing Norwich. Oh, okay, so we go Liverpool, clearly. Yeah. Right? Oh, I thought you were talking about Bristol and Forest. What's Jimmy? That's the two Spider-Men pointing at each other. Yeah. Right? Yeah, there's that's that the, too, oh, right? Yeah, but we're not, we're not, hey, listen, we're not touching that one. No. No, because no, Forest on the road as well, and Bristol's not hey, a bad. is it I'll home and away? Is this FA no, Cup home and away no, right now? No, one one offs. Oh, Spurs, man. Spurs, Man City. Shall we give, um, so shall we go, where's? You know, you can kind of no, do what Jimmy's, you want. Jimmy's, no, Jimmy's not here. Screw him. Yeah. All right. All right. Five dollars plus three forty three forty five. That pays us twenty two dollars. Okay? okay. I'm placing that bet. Um, as for the supporters club, as you mentioned there, Wanga, um, I think it pays. It's, it, they were very conservative on their picks, but uh, I think it was Carrie made the bets from Hawaii. Yeah. So I'm not sure how, how switched on she was. Uh, <laughs> To to the odds, but you know what? Listen, we'll take pragmatism at this point. We need we need we need lots of uh, money in Craig's computer slash casket fund. By the way, has, has he got the computer yet? Uh, no, he hasn't. He's going to get it on Sunday because <laughs> I'm going to Ottawa for the weekend for a volleyball tournament. Oh. Okay, and Craig has been away for uh, a week, so we just haven't been able to link up. Our our Venn diagram hasn't hasn't really looked good lately. But we're doing the, the unboxing video, right? Yeah, I've taken pictures of me picking it up in okay. uh, in awesome. Woodbridge, <laughs> and uh, I did a video. It's like you you said, Wonger, we need to do this. So I'll take some pictures while it sits on one of my chairs in in this Amazing. house, and then Amazing. we'll we'll have it come up, and Craig can pretend he's opening something that he's never seen before. A new maybe that can be our first our first video <laughs> on the on the website when it launches and what within a couple exactly. of weeks. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or uh, the. What's that? Well, he'll be yes, he'll be naked when he does it. Oh, that's be yeah. great. That'd be, yeah. Yeah. great coming out of your dishwasher. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, willing to, I'm willing to try anything. <laughs> we need the hits. We need the impressions. <laughs> we're the only we're the only soccer fucking anything that survives. Yeah, yeah we are. Think about it. God knows how. We Everything we are failed in this country. Everything. We're cockroaches. Yeah. <laughs> Fast approaching our 500 show. Yeah, I know. Isn't that yeah. crazy? 500. What? We four away? Mm. We're five away now. Five we're away. This okay. is 495. So there's five. Four, yeah, four more yeah. after this. I was was confident people might like this podcast when we first started, boys and girls. But 500. I'm blown away by that. I thought for sure we'd be hired by someone by then. It wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Our numbers Let's be are honest. higher than one stalker. We're not getting a bean. No, I know. <laughs> back, in, back in 2019, we started 18, 19, we started this thing. It's like, yeah, this will keep us relevant until we get hired. <laughs> Here we are now. It's 2024. It's crazy, it's right? 500 the, shows later, we're, we're still doing the, this funny thing. We're the still relevant media the company now. <laughs> Footy Prime is the re- relevant media company. So everyone out there, please support us. We'll yeah. give that out. Subscribe and like, give us subscribe. reviews and five stars. Like us is important. We'll give you our, our honest opinion because we, you know what? I've got to a point where I just don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> I noticed, Craig. 
<laughs> hadn't noticed. Yeah, I didn't realize. <laughs> and he Craig's doing hard. the old Homer Simpson, <laughs> doing the literal burning the bridge as he goes across on a golf course. <laughs> you know, boys and girls, we don't need to be hired because it's much more fun working for ourselves. It is. And we can grow this into whatever we want. Right? Yeah. Especially if things like the supporters group's $15 payout comes through on footy picks this week. <laughs> Have yes. you seen what ours is? Five dollars wins 15. Ours was uh, 20. What was it? 22? Yeah. I think what I said now. Yeah. I think 22. So $37 together. Mm-hmm. That's more than one bean, Craig. Well, more yeah. than one yeah. bean. I'm feeling good about it. you good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. That's the the podcast. We didn't get to talk much about Beth Priestman's extension. We'll, we'll get to that, but good for her. Um, well, we we think at one point she might be leaving because of all the nonsense behind the scenes, but uh, it's good that they've committed to her. She's done a great job. Amy, Amy's got yeah, uh, the broadcast. And do you have anything to promo? Any guests coming on, Amy? Yeah, well, I guess it's it's not top secret, but I just mentioned that we're going to be recording on Tuesday morning. So Claire Rustad, Rian Wilkinson, and myself, and then our good friend from She Scores Bangers. If you don't follow Miriam Kurabi on Twitter, she's terrific. Puts out great content, great video content, follows the WSL, World Soccer, from a women's footballing perspective, and she's a delight. And so Miriam is going to come on and have a chat Amazing. with us on Tuesday. Great oh, guest. She's fantastic. Yeah, she really is. No, if you don't follow her yet, make sure you do. She scores bangers. It's, it's uh, yeah, any fan of women's soccer or if you're getting into women's soccer, she's one of the must follows because mm-hmm. uh, she covers everything. And she is, you know, she, we're a bit like Jurgen Klopp, you know, we're kind of aging and old and, you know, haven't got much more energy left for this gig, but she's one of the new breed coming through. She's Jobby Alonso. Mariam mm. is Jobby Alonso, about to take over the football world. That's and we're going to be just ushered off into the sunset. <laughs> with our pants but down we can we can both coexist and lift each other up yeah i guess so no i just you i wanted can. to say though well, okay i will i will do um <laughs> on the uh on the bev priestman front i had tweeted that i thought um you know she comes on in during the pandemic they win the gold medal um middling success kind of since the team has still failed to find success um at the world cup which is i think what they really desperately need in order to have that um, respect. Um, but I thought, you know, brave decisions tactically in terms of uh, player selection in order to turn things around after that really disappointing performance in Australia and New Zealand. So I felt like, and that strong run of form through those friendlies in the fall in Sinky's farewell uh, tour. Um, so I, I thought Bev deserved to be rewarded for that. Um, it's It's been challenging times, right? Um, but actually, um, our Rhonda Brownlee, because a lot of people weighed in and some were on a positive, some were on the negative. Um, Rhonda didn't hold back. And Rhonda said strategic and tactical failures at the World Cup. Unwillingness to give Lacasse, Vienne, Larissi, et cetera, minutes when the team was starving for goals and needed a succession plan for sync. Sync with a hard cut. I would much rather see a certain former national team player coach the team. But the CSA is a, sit- a shit show, so I don't know emoticon. So, like, that is reflective. I Can think. you do that emoticon again? <laughs> it's one of my favorites. The I don't know emoticon. It's so one bad. of my most utilized ones. I will say this, though. And then, and, you know, you, you, you sign a coach to a long-term extension when you haven't got a general secretary in place. And that person's going to be making a lot of important decisions, including finding the men's coach. How, how, why wouldn't you wait? How is that different? Were they scared that Bev might jump ship somewhere else, I wonder? 
Yep. Is that why they had to do it? I think so. She was rumored her name was thrown um, kind of in the in, in the rumor mill um, down in down south of the border in NWSL with these new franchises. Bev's name was was always mentioned. Carm's name was always mentioned as maybe a, a possibility for for Canada and also in those franchises. We certainly have great talent, but I but I think you you stick with what you know because not because you don't really have a choice, but you have some continuity you in 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 a federation that's really lacking in that regard, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's been a week and a half, put it that way. Yeah, for, for all things. It's been a day. Day, no kidding, no kidding. But we are under one hour for this podcast compared to the previous couple, sexy sexes, which have hit a buck thirty. <laughs> So we'll return with that, though, and the new and improved 66 next Friday. And that's, of course, a whole lot of bullshit happens next week as well, in which case we'll have to postpone it again. But uh, I think it will come back. I enjoy it. All right, everyone, that's um, Footy Prime. My thanks to Fubo TV, fubotv.com slash Footy Prime. Subscribe and save. And, of course, TonyBet.ca. Sprinkle, sprinkle, sprinkle some money on today's and this weekend's football games. Why not? What was that? What are you doing? You look at strength. I don't know. Emoticon. I don't know. Oh. The emoji. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Until next time, probably Monday morning, right? Or Sunday Cheers. night. We'll see. Well, well, yeah, we'll see. Cheers. I like having and, um, dubs on the show. And her Monday UEFA is it's conflicting. No, but it's, not, it's oh, once no, a month. But it's, you know, it's only once a month. Oh. The in oh, fact, Monday, Monday morning. Yeah. Great weekend, yeah. everybody. Yeah, that's awesome. And by the way, we should talk about that later on, not, not this show, because we're prolonging this. This is a yeah. classic Craig Extra right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> Questions. But uh, some of the people you're on the course with are pretty pretty big names, so maybe we'll get to that on Monday. All right, uh, yeah, keep buying newspapers, and uh, yeah, bye. This episode of Footy Prime has been brought to you by Fubo TV and by Tony Bat. Make sure to subscribe to Footy Prime wherever you get your podcasts, and follow us on Twitter at Footy underscore Prime, and on Instagram at Footy Prime IG. Mm, and maybe. Pie is-